0: Everyone to another episode of the Drunk Friend Podcast. As always, we're your host. I'm Travis snes Friend. That's Alex of snes Drunk. We're on the other side of the new year. We've survived the holidays. Everybody was wishing us a happy holidays. Alex, how was your holiday break? Did you get much of a break? You don't know what the what holidays they're
1: wishing us to be happy. It could be Bastille Day. It could be Arbor Day. (laughs) It could be Valentine's Day. By the way, I saw Valentine's Day crap already at the No. Grocery store today. Eh, that's normal, but uh it's uh yeah, it could be any holiday. It could be Labor Day. It could be it could be Christmas next year. You know, yeah, who knows? It could be Christmas like 2026. It could be celebrating like, you know, the Olympics, you know, every every I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but yeah, <laughs> uh I had I had a uh refreshing uh break. A lot of uh, getting away from the fire hose, as I call it. I, I've I've nicknamed my desk and my monitor in particular the fire hose hmm. because it really is like sitting in front of a content like just blast of stuff coming at you. Right? It's like okay, here here's social media. Here's here's Twitter. Here's Discord. Here's YouTube. Here's all this stuff like coming at into your eyeballs, into your freaking cerebral cortex, like nine hundred nine thousand miles an hour. And it's like sometimes you just need to get the hell away from that. And you know a lot of people nowadays have portable firehouses <laughs> and you know good for them, they have these little like uh, little phone firehouses and uh, yeah it it helps to uh, back away from those too. So I was able to do that. I was able to do that and uh, it was uh, I feel I feel a lot better for it. Uh, I hope other people come to that same conclusion eventually. Uh, how was your, uh, how were your, uh, particular holidays? How was your, uh, Christmas and or New
0: Year? Good, good. Yeah, pretty low-key, all, all said. I don't have, uh, much family outside of who lives with me, so we just, mm. you know, did what we normally do, except this time we woke up earlier and had, uh, things to open and trash to put away after we were done doing that, and so. Must be uh, nice having a kiddo there, too, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was jazzed.
1: Oh, yeah, it's 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 a whole different ballgame when you have you you can see it through their eyes. That's 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 definitely a bonus.
0: Yeah, and she's she's three. And so when she was two, it was like us just kind of sitting her in front of stuff and being like, tear at the paper. And she was like, you know, I'd rather not. It seems like not what I'm what I'm into. Or she would just play with the paper, but at three now she gets it. She's like, let me rip that open. She was ripping, wow. ripping my gifts. Okay. She was like, give me that. I'll open it. What do you, what you got? So she got me um, cake to go with this. Give me, give me the cake too. The yeah, cake does, she,
1: doesn't cake go, usually go with these occasions? Give me,
0: give me <laughs> that too. Pretty much, yeah. And she just had a birthday in November, so she was like probably <laughs> expecting a cake. But no, it was great. Exactly. It was awesome. And uh, the new year, we did a great. We had a New Year's uh, party on the Discord. We had a good time. We we did an eighties yeah. themed. I uh we headbanged to 80s music videos for like 2 hours. My neck was sore. That was how I started off 2022 was wondering <laughs> if I slipped a disc sitting in my desk chair too hard. Now wait a second. When you say headbanged to to 80s music, I I I had to
1: like back out of that at that time cuz I was mm-hmm. just way too tired and you know, I'm on I'm in the mountain time zone. I you know, we're we're too far behind you guys over there on the west on the east coast rather. When you say headbanged, are you are you headbanging to like to eighties music? Are you headbanging into, like Robert Palmer, "Addicted to Love"? Yep. Are you headbanging to like uh, Rat, you know, "Round and Round," "White Snake"? Like, what what kind of eighties we talking here?
0: Yeah, all of it basically. Once I got to a certain point with alcohol, I just yeah. wanted to be moving while the music was on. <laughs> And so right. I just kept doing Very everything good. I did for the first song, and so we we just bopped Very around good. in the chair. Okay, yeah, the hydraulics right. what, on this chair. If I knew the brand of office chair this was, I would shout it out because it withstood <laughs> uh, a, a four hour mosh pit with my ass. It was awesome. Yeah, that's good to say. It withstood
1: a lot of ass. <laughs> it, it a lot, sure a did. lot of ass was it moving, sure so that's good. Yeah. Um, I, c- can you at least give me like a hint of like the the kind
0: of? Do you remember any of the songs? Oh yeah, I want to know the songs. Yeah, in fact, um, I mean, you know, this is an audio medium. But if you were to slip down through the uh, the watch party channel there in the Discord, there was just an endless sea of of links that we gave. And oh, you know, you're got, you're literally just throwing out like freaking links to YouTube. Okay, yeah, but someone was streaming it, so Michelle was playing it on the stream, <laughs> so we could all hear it. But we were like, you know, the the request line was the watch party <laughs> link, so we were throwing. You know, we have Prince and Revolution in there. Uh, Safety Dance got a hit. I remember that one right before I passed out. Yeah, some Beastie Boys, Billy Idol. You are, in retrospect, you're very lucky that uh,
1: I was not in there because I would have been spamming that channel with, like, the most stupid crap I could find. Uh, I see Safety Dance. I see uh, Humpty Dance, Digital Underground, rest in peace. Uh, Gogo's Vacation's a solid track. Uh yeah, Billy Idol, White Wedding, uh, Pixies, the car, the cars, the, the cars drive though. You they're a, they have way better
0: songs than that. Come on, come on. I mean, we we're at this for four hours. We might have hit the uh, the good ones early. You don't know. Uh okay, yeah. Beat. I it. don't remember. Uh, David Bowie,
1: Modern Love, the song where he sounds like he's saying mutton love, like he's singing about how much he loves eating sheep. <laughs> Uh, oh wow paula abdul opposites attract that is a throwback i haven't even thought about that song in a thousand years
0: yeah we got to see that wicked game video which is a real a real turn <laughs> on her on turner i don't know what you say about it but it's hot one of my one of my, my
1: favorite beavis and butthead moments was when uh that video comes on and uh and they're watching and Butthead starts mocking chris isaac he's like Uh, 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 and beavis is just laughing the whole time Uh, whoa look at her butt you know (laughs) yep yep Uh, that's solid good stuff (laughs) it's like classic beavis butthead commentary perfect
0: like spot on character but
1: yeah glad you had fun um yeah, I don't know how, what else to say to that. So,
0: <laughs> well, I I started 2022 with a terrible hangover. And so that's that's good. Uh, it, doesn't everybody, yeah. It, and it won't be my last hangover because I have MacFest coming up and um Oh, there we to, go.
1: We're going to get into that later after we get
0: these emails, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, we're gearing up for that. So, again, it won't it won't be the last hangover I've had within a one week stretch, which I guess I'm excited for? I don't know. You're going to be a veteran alcoholist, yeah. Basically. Which I think
1: is bad. I think that's will no. You won't be an alcoholic. You'll be an alcoholist,
0: like a oh. like a craftsman. Oh, okay. You know, like, a, like a bad like a blacksmith, but with alcohol. Weird how a like couple your, letters will make your mom resent you or admire you for being something. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> your mom? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but you know, I I've been putting out videos. I don't you you took a break from the fire hose, and I've been yeah. I, I, it was a very useful break. Uh,
1: I did all sorts of stuff. You know, I did... I I, uh, I, I got into meditation. And uh, maybe we'll talk about that some other time on another podcast. But I can't help but laugh because that makes me sound like some sort of rock star douchebag. That like, oh, yeah, you know, I got into meditation, you know, on, on the break. And I'm coming from a different place now, you know. Like some sort of nonsense like that. But... Thing is, is that meditation is extremely useful, and especially for A type. You seem like an A type personality. I do. Yeah. Yeah. And and you are. Uh. You know, everything needs a result. Everything Ah, needs to feel like an accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Uh. Like you need. Like if you're introduced to the concept of meditation, you need to like, how do I win? Like, what do I do? Like to to be the best you know, like a, a Pokemon type thing. And it's like, no, that's not how meditation works. It's I,
0: w- I would have to, like, find a way to spreadsheet it. That, that's my <laughs> right. way around it. Like, if I can't beat right. it, at least let me chart it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, this is this is perfect for you then. But the thing is, is that it's, it's pretty hard to get into at first. You need to understand, like, what it is in the first place. Like, it has kind of a... Uh, perception of like oh yeah you know i gotta sit on the floor on a yoga mat with and cross my legs you know crisscross applesauce and and just like put my hands up in the air with the italian gesture and just be like (laughs) oh you know like that it's like no that's that's not what it is at all you you can do it like just like sitting on an airplane you can sit it you you can do it like just sitting any place and it's it's just a way of uh all right let me let me just get into it then like i i it's about building the relationship between your mind and your body. And I've always had a horse ass relationship between my mind and my body <laughs> because I'm always fighting everything on my body. The second I'm uncomfortable with something physically, I have to fight it and correct it. You know, I've got this like horribly violent eczema like on my hands. It might be TMI for some folks out there, but it's like, it's something I've dealt with since I was a little kid uh you know it's just i'm always fighting stuff you know that that happens uh the the slightest little itch i need to like scratch it with the force of a thousand suns i get so tired of that and it's like there's got to be it's like the made for tv things uh commercials there has to be a better way it's like yeah meditation is it's it's and by no means is it any kind of like uh Cure all, be all, end all. It's it's practice. I think that's what kind of got me into it. Is that it's not an accomplishment. It's not a result. It's just you. This will never be a result. This will never be an accomplishment. This is a practice. It's like listening to music. It's like watching the clouds go over. i'm in the sky above you it's like there's no results there like i'm not going to get better at listening to music like that's not a thing (laughs) it's not competitive so it's once i realized that that was kind of a game changer for me and i could just uh start to relax and start to understand and get my foot in the door with the with practicing and now that i've practiced for A couple months now uh it's really been beneficial like i i feel like it's helped uh strengthen a lot of different aspects of how i think
0: about stuff yeah it seems i mean that seems like a a great thing that i should have been introduced to like a decade ago
1: did that make sense did anything i say make sense
0: because i feel like i just like spotted a bunch of of nonsense okay no it made perfect sense and i think it's something totally useful i i wish i could it's not something that you can just read about on the internet and kind of dip into. I think you, you kind of need to really be – you led into it a little bit, I think, right?
1: Well, the, uh, there is a such a thing as guided meditation. Um, there are apps you can get. You know, because I tried uh, – right when quarantine started, I tried – uh jogging with with you guys at the at the polykill discord yeah and then i i I slowly felt my bob my body just like crumble into dust as i did that i'm like i can't i really can't do this long term like it's just my lower back is dead (laughs) my knees are dead my feet are dead Mm -hmm. like this is just not working but so it's like but i have to do something so uh yeah i ended up turning to to meditation um and yeah, it it's been. Uh, what I'm sorry, I I lost. What was your question? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so you're doing the guided meditation, right? Or is that how guided you meditation?
1: It? That's what it was. Yeah, um, yeah. There are apps you can get. uh, say, uh that's what brought me to it because there there was that really cool jogging app that like tracked your, um, you know, uh, y- it used Google Maps so you could mm. uh, track yourself as you as you. I thought that was really cool. Uh, our neighborhood here is pretty sterile and boring and lame and it's just all roads there's no like dirt trails or anything like that it's kind of it's kind of shitty so i was like all right maybe i won't do that here but this meditation thing like let's try a meditation app and that has worked out swimmingly see i won't promote anything on here but uh because they're not paying us but uh mm-hmm. you know they, they, they need to uh give us a, a drunk friend shout out yeah <laughs> drunk friend <laughs> for your meditation it it has worked really well it's it's basically um people that are well trained well versed you know they're, they're older folks in their 60s and 70s they're, these aren't like douchebag like 20 year olds that are like in their yoga pants you know like doing this for show these are like people that have done this for a really long time that you know it's like yeah this works for me and has worked for me for many many years So listening to them and listening to their what they say, their advice, uh, the the little sayings they come up with, all that stuff has been extremely useful because for some reason, uh, I always go by. I've always been the type to learn by example. When I hear these older folks, you know, talking about their experiences with meditation, it's it's very effective to me. So, yeah, it's like monkey see, monkey do
0: right on man i'm glad that's working yeah. for you that's really good
1: i like it i the thing is is that i enjoy doing it like i never thought i would say that about meditation but i like doing it and i look forward to doing it like every day so yeah it's fun um you should try it uh everybody should try it everybody listening should try it just at least like see if it you know it's like trying on a pair of shoes like see if it fits right on. but uh at the same time it's it's you know it does take practice it, you know it's it's not an end result it's practice it's it's an everyday thing it's it's not an end result so so yeah if i said that enough i don't think i've said
0: that enough either. you have but it's it's a good way to put it into perspective because <laughs> I, I think for a lot of people like you said we have this sort of like uh sitcom idea of what meditation is yes. i i pictured you with dreadlocks with like Yes, seashell necklace sitting on a beach. Yes, yes. suddenly, uh, somehow, still playing a Super Nintendo because that's just how I have you in my head. But uh, but no, I, th- I think that that uh, that puts some perspective around it, and that's good. Right on, good stuff, man. Well, I tell you what, it sounds like meditation is a lot better than playing American Gladiators or <laughs> Silent <laughs> Service. Uh, I was ju- I, I I
1: right as in you were in the middle of that sentence, I glanced at the sheet, saw American <laughs> Gladiators, I was like, here it comes. <laughs> here it comes here comes the segue got yep you know and me you did not disappoint that's right and american Gladiators on nes has exactly one thing going for it but
0: i'll let you talk about it first oh good well i hope you say it's the scream because yes that. of course it's the scream <laughs> <laughs> it's so good it
1: is so it's like good. the wilhelm
0: scream of video games it really is it really is and I have to give credit to uh, our pal Musty Hobbit because I almost left that out of the video completely. Like, I played the game, did the script, put it all together, and always in the back of my head was like, yeah, I gotta put that in there at some point, and mention it, but just completely forgot about it. And I showed him the video before it went live and he was like, you're not gonna talk about the scream. I was like, oh, son of a bitch! I had to <laughs> son go back of in and. Bitch. And so that's why I just made it the intro, which worked out fine. <laughs> But yeah, you know, we're not, we don't have to spend a lot of time on these, because you can just go watch the videos if you, if you want to know about them. But American Gladiators, you know, uh, probably better on the Super Nintendo, I would imagine. No, it's not. It's not? Okay. And then no, Silent Service, uh, if you, well, boy, if you like submarines and, uh, and, and all that, it's probably okay. We did do an
1: in-depth discussion on, uh, not in-depth, but uh, we talked quite a bit about Silent Service with a guest two episodes ago, Kelsey Polnick. Yeah, They were able to talk about that game uh, at length, and you guys shared
0: a moment over uh, (laughs) Submarines uh, about that game, so good for you guys. We did. We did. He said it was flat in the middle. He said that was like number 350 on his list, so (laughs) that's how bland silent service is. Yup. Barely worth mentioning. Um, But we have tons of emails, and we want to say... Because today we're going to be reading uh, basically all emails and then I'm going to talk about MagFest for a little bit. But uh, that's it. That's the rest of our email uh, repository. So if you want to get, you know, in here with some new holidays, we got Valentine's Day coming up. We got St. Patrick's Day coming up, uh, MLK. Get in there and send some emails. Wish some happy holidays because they'll be at the front of the list. And then they'll get read on the next few episodes. So yeah, hey, ha- happy up. holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. All right. First email here is from our pal Janu, who never disappoints. His email is titled Changing Tastes. Good day, drunk friends. What game do you love now that as a kid you you just did not understand the appeal of or vice versa. Have a great weekend. Is there a game you love now but as a kid you were like what in tarnation is this madness? There are a lot of
1: games that have like a steep learning curve that I'm not sure I would have the patience for um for example uh for you know i'm 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 sorry to do this but like our uh my patreon has a discord and we have a game of the month every month and it's usually not a game of the month it's usually kind of like a theme of the month and the theme of the month for january 2022 is any game with the word new in the title Mm. and i was like hey this is a good excuse for me to play uncharted waters new horizons for Super Nintendo, which is a Koei game. Yeah. And it's the best SNES Koei game by far. It's uh, a lot of fun. There's six different paths you can take, uh, six different characters you can play as, rather. And um, it's it's a lot of fun. It's As a kid, I probably would have been scared off by the Koei like, brick wall <laughs> that comes with those games that just... It's just like it's so inaccessible, like the menu and it's just such like what the hell is what what do I do? where do I go? what is this? but um uh I think if I would have given it enough of a chance, New Horizons would have been one of my favorite games ever uh just because uh once you get into one of the stories it's it's very very addictive, it's super fun, like, okay, I'm gonna be a pirate I'm gonna just go fuck shit up and just like you know shoot cannons at other ships or i can go be like a trade king and be like you know collect all sorts of money i can uh fight people you know like i i can like board towns and all that sort of stuff it's it's super fun it's like pirates for nes or for genesis or pc or something like that but a little bit different but uh, right. yeah
0: i really like that game a lot what about you yeah, I think I have a sort of a similar style of game as mine. Um, tactical strategy games always intimidated me. I was like, man, there's, there's too long. And I was afraid of setbacks. And I just I didn't feel like I was smart enough, you know, and I was like, man, i will yeah. get like really far into one, then lose like, a, you know, four hours of my life because I made a bad choice three hours ago and didn't find out about it. You could never rent those games like That's because true.
1: they couldn't they took too long to get the hang of and it felt like they they were just too
0: intimidating. So, yeah, I get where you're going from there. But then someone talked me into, just just try a Shining Force. Just try it. I was like, oh, I don't know. But then that changed my life. Now it's like one of my favorite franchises, and I adore those games. And then that that spread into like Vandal Hearts and a few of the other ones. So there are a few, once I get my feet under me, they're so super addictive. And so I think that that's an entire genre specifically that um, I've really grown to love as an adult and someone that, you know, a little more patient than I was uh, as a kid.
1: Well, if I remember correctly, you
0: really like the Advanced Wars games. Yeah, right? I do. Yeah, I'm not I haven't finished one, but I'll def- I'll get through 90% of one. <laughs> it's
1: hard to finish one of those games. But it's it's the same sort of deal with when it comes to like grid-based positioning, uh you got to move dudes around, you got to, you know, uh, you really have to like think things through, like what do I do? Where do I go? That sort of stuff and, you know, it's and there you get rewarded for for doing well in those games like for good decisions basically it's not like a madden game where the computer just decides where it's like yeah i'm that's it i'm done you're not gonna win anymore i'm i'm my, my middle linebacker is gonna leap 90 feet into the air and intercept this pass somehow by some like act of god or something but yeah it's yeah. uh yeah th- those those uh uh uh, what do you call it? Uh, Shining Force games. Uh, Shining Force Two in particular is the one that I got hooked on.
0: So yeah, I'm with yeah. I'm with you on that for sure. Super addictive. All right. Next email from from your pal Gretchen. Gretchen, what are you doing? Emailing,
1: doing all these <laughs> emailing things. A game by someone by Gretchen. She says, hey yo, Gretchen again. Happy holidays." I was looking at the PlayStation Store and I just thought I'd let Trav know that if you want another game that the person who made decided it needed their name on it, there's a retro style FPS called Bedlam, a game by Christopher Brookmeyer. <laughs> All right. I have no idea if it's any good, but it's on every platform and it's $9.99 at full price. Whatever, G Z W.
0: Gretchen, always. I can just the sarcasm that's layered in all of that is is, yeah. is so good.
1: Christopher Brookmeyer. Okay, I gotta I gotta Google this name here. That is not one I'm familiar with. Probably the first time his name has been said on a podcast in ever. Maybe.
0: Maybe. I, I did look it up beforehand though, and and uh Okay. Bedlam is a book by Christopher Brookmeyer. So he's first and foremost a novelist. Uh, and if you look him up, there's, he has an interesting picture. He has an interesting, I don't know if it's a scar or birthmark on his face, but he lo- he's very distinct-looking individual. Uh, it was turned into a game at some point, so he, he didn't really develop it, I don't think. But maybe he did. Maybe he's a novelist and a developer. But at any rate, his name is on it. And if you don't get Gretchen's reference, it's because I made fun of... Gary Kitchen for having Gary his. Kitchen's, of yeah, course, his, yeah. yeah. Gary yeah. Kitchen, yeah. Have his, Screw name Gary Kitchen. Yeah. Um, um, Gary Gary's probably a fine guy. Gary's probably a fine guy. We give him flack. I think we've somehow grown to hate him just through sheer annoyance by proxy kind of deal. But uh, he's probably fine. Like if Gary Kitchen was like, "Hey, you," I'd be on the Drunk Friend Podcast. I talked to Gary Kitchen. I'd be like, "What was it like making all those shitty games, Gary? What Was it like <laughs> was it fun?" Did you enjoy doing that? Did you enjoy hearing, looking at all those bad reviews in EGM? It's like, Gary, do you ever think back, you know, like after you made a game and and then maybe, you know, a couple months after it was out, you're like, oh, dang, I made another bad game. Did you ever, like, think about how many kids took those home as rentals and were sad? Like, did you ever think about that? <laughs> like, like, on a cold, lonely night, were you ever like, oh, I bet, a, I bet a couple kids just got sad again on my, you know, because of something I I created? Uh, do you, do you, gary do you
1: consider gary kitchen do you consider your craft as to be a factory of sadness like do <laughs> do you just like crank out negative emotions in people i'm just I'm, that's that's way Jeez, too sad that's getting dark way, yeah that's getting dark i'm sorry uh, I'm, I'm just darn. i'm just being negative now sorry gary kitchen G- gary have you ever written a manifesto gary <laughs> Do you ever grow your beard out and wear a hoodie with sunglasses and have a, somebody draw you and be on CBS News for like four straight? I don't know. You know Unabomber, Unabomber meme. I got it, actually. I
0: got it. Oh, okay. Okay. You, okay. you had me at Hoodie. I was on board right then. Oh, that hoodie. okay. Yeah. I didn't even have
1: to go sunglasses
0: yeah. or mustache. Okay. Right on. Yeah. It looks like Burt Reynolds trying not to be detected while he's shopping <laughs> at like Publix. Up next, mm. we have an email. This, I love this email, Alex. I don't know if you want me to put this All in right. here or not. But I love this email because I can, tell, I can tell Robert, I can tell what he's up to here. He's really trying to entertain our listeners. He says, the uh, name of the email is We Shop Wednesday by Robert Auguste de Meyer. Dear Trav and Alex, Wednesday is always exciting because that's when the We Shop gets an update. And I just love the bossa nova theme in the background. Living in Europe, I have to stay up extra late. Always wondering what time it is in Japan. I love that. Like, he couldn't just Google it. He's like, I have to stay up late. And I'm like, what time is it in Japan? I don't know. Like, he can't. Oh, it's so funny to me. He says, today the update was early. So I was wondering which games you were getting. Here's a list of ones I'm buying in this precise order. I bet your listeners would love to hear them. Then he just list a ton, a ton of games that he bought on the Wii Shop. And we can comment on a few of these. We don't have to read them out. But pretty good list, all said, on the Wii Shop. All um, right. You got I mean Adventures of Lolo 1 and 2, Banger and Banger. Oh, those are two all-timers, yeah. Heck yeah, man. You got you got some uh double dragon down there. Yeah, take it or leave it. You you but- you're not going in order here. You're losing me. I you, you don't want to like read each of
1: these and give thoughts on every one of them?
0: Oh, do you want to do that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I thought that's what uh, you thought uh, Robert Auguste De Meyer was getting at. Well, that's what What's I said. The... We don't have to do that. We can, we can uh, pick a okay. few apart. But if you, if you well, want to read the I list, mean, can... I can I can pick out some highlights here. All right. I see what you're getting at. I was like, well, why don't we humor this
0: guy? Because he's one of our regular emailers. But we'll pick out some. Uh... I think he was tr- trolling the audience by being like, all right, here's a big list of games you have to read out on your podcast. Because he ends <laughs> it with dot, 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 cruising USA. Like He skipped like a thousand, I'm sure. But... <laughs> Uh, some definitely some definite good ones in here. Super Mario RPG, very good. I, yeah. I will.
1: I, I was going to point out Mario RPG because I do think that game gets kind of left behind when it comes to being talked about as one of the great uh, Super Nintendo role playing games. You know, up there with Chrono Trigger, Earthbound, Final Fantasy 6, all that stuff, and all the uh, Japan only stuff too. The Mario RPG kind of gets lost in the shuffle. It seems like it's a yeah. really good game. Yeah, for That's sure.
0: It. Stylistically, it's it's eye catchy. Like, oh, I can see a screenshot of that game from a hundred yards out and can tell exactly what game it's from.
1: Well, it's funny. Like, it's got yeah. a funny script, and it's 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 there. I laughed out loud like four or five times like mm-hmm. just like a lot of unexpected laughs playing that game and I don't think people realize that so but he's got uh act rays around here he's got blazing lasers he's got bases loaded you know all about Blaze's lo- bla- blaze's loaded blaze's loaded <laughs> so baby the hell. and bases lasers <laughs> two two great games <laughs> that's a hell of a crossover right there we've got we're throwing baseballs at uh at uh, enemy ships is there a baseball Somebody email us. Is there a baseball related shoot 'em up out there? Like, where you, where you use, I mean, there's baseball related beat 'em ups like uh, Ninja Baseball Batman, but is there a baseball related shoot 'em up? It seems stupid that there wouldn't be. Uh, I, I would hope that there would be somewhere, you know, like your, your projectiles, baseballs, then it's line drives, then it's, you know. Uh, home runs, and then you get to like pick your your who who the, who your gunner is. Like, all right, now my gunner is gave David Ortiz. Now my gunner is Ken Griffey Jr. He's going to be launching these bombs at at these enemy ships. Is that too uh, too weird? <laughs>
0: uh, no, I think it's I think it's great, and uh, someone okay. should should get that get that going. For yeah, sure. I need a baseball shoot 'em up, in other words. But yeah. yeah. And we'll call it Bases Lasers. That sounds perfectly fine to me. <laughs> bases. bases Lasers. There we because go. Because Blazing Loaded sounds like how you shouldn't drive. <laughs> but Bases Lasers is, is more baseball. You shouldn't live
1: Blazing Loaded. I mean, Jesus. I,
0: know. I mean, maybe just on the weekends. But there's a couple other fun crossovers here you can make. Like I just bubble dribble caught my eye. Bubble <laughs> dribble or double bubble, which is basically bobble bubble. if you think about it. Um but there're a few on here that I don't recognize like chew man food. Do you know that? I don't know that. I have no idea what that is. Yeah. Completely whiffing on I that. I mean one. he's
1: got he's got your League puzzle Pokemon Pokemono Pokemon, I I don't know. Uh Cybernator's good. Uh Dynastic Hero sounds familiar. It sounds like an arcade game. But uh yeah. He also made the painstaking detail of uh typing out numbers instead of uh saying instead of just putting numerical oh interesting yeah ninja gaiden one ninja gaiden two ninja gaiden three it makes me think he
0: might have uh, used like some sort of voice to text maybe methodology here but uh yeah or copied the list somehow. I don't know. I noticed yeah. that too with uh, with Adventures of Lolo as well. Now we're commenting on just the minutia of the way the email is written, which I'm sure is very entertaining. But
1: yeah, that tells us we should move on. <laughs> but yes, thank you, Robert. Augusta thank you, Robert. As good,
0: good group of games, man. You, you're in. I mean, I'm sure you played them all already, but you're in for a good weekend.
1: Yeah, have fun with all that Ninja Gaiden stuff. Those those games are impossible. Uh, we have a uh, <laughs> email called from Happy saying Happy Holidays from Bill, our friend Bill Chicago. He says, drunk friends, no need to read this in your podcast if you don't want to. Too bad. Too bad. You want to. We want that. We're going to read the hell out of this email, but I wanted to wish both of you Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Hey, that's actually timely. Oh, <laughs> and I, I have to say I've gotten away from YouTube as, as of late, but I watch every video you both post and support it as much as I can. Thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's much appreciated. Trav- and to Travis, he says, I literally just finished watching your live stream, even as my wife was excited. <laughs> And even, I'm sorry, even, and even my wife was excited to view it. He called <laughs> me out and she was shocked. <laughs> I,
0: know, I know a Bill Chicago when I see one. No, he's, so he's
1: shown up in the comments on my videos sometimes. It's, it's yeah. always, it's always nice to see him. Yeah. And, and then he goes on to say, Alex, I've been a longtime viewer and hope you continue your reviews. Still to this day, I only started playing Corona Trigger because of your videos. That's really cool. Because yeah. Chrono Trigger is freaking awesome. Like, I think everybody should play Chrono Trigger.
0: I think we all started playing Chrono Trigger because of your videos, hoping you would, oh, like, stop on. talking about it. We were like, maybe if you start <laughs> playing it, go shut up. Well, maybe, no, like-
1: it, if that were true, then every person on earth would be playing Ken Griffey <laughs> Jr. Presents Major League Baseball at this point. <laughs> they should. I mean, and they should be, honestly. But uh, no, that's great. I That's such a cool thing to hear because uh, Chrono Trigger is such a well-told story with, like, such great world building, great structure, does everything right. So it's great. Uh, he goes on to say, as a family man and my many, many responsibilities, not only as a husband and father, along with my career, both of your channels are my little gateways I can escape to. Get Gateways? Getaways is what he said. Getaways I can escape to. Talk soon and both of you take care during these holidays. I, I think he's like kind of Joking there?
0: He's like, We've <laughs> specifically the, the Christmas and New Year's. I'm not wishing yes. you a good Boxing Day. You can go to hell with your other <laughs> holidays. You can piss up a
1: rope with your Boxing Day, for God's sake. What the
0: hell? But yeah, thank you so much, Bill Chicago. You're awesome. Yeah, dude, thanks so much. Happy to hear that your wife was not completely
1: uh, <laughs> weirded out. by. That's so cool. You showed up in your, uh, your was it your collection
0: live stream with yeah. uh, your friend Blink? Yep, yep. We were going through just a bunch of handheld junk that we have, and uh, Bill Chicago popped in there. And we said, how do? Right on. That's super cool. All right, and we have an update. Now, I would play – I'd love to play the, the update music from Unsolved Mysteries at this point, but I think other gaming <laughs> podcasts do that, and also we would probably get in trouble by Unsolved Can Mysteries. Can we get that? So- oh, man, that would be perfect. I would yeah. love that. I, I think Pat and Ian do that on their podcast, too, but it's so, it's such a natural thing for 80s and 90s kids to want to do. But anyway, update. Yeah. Uh jersey number guy follow-up. This is from Robert Ring, Classic Gaming Podcast. Check it out. Robert says, Travis said he wanted to get a where are they now on the guy who in sixth grade thought no two NFL players could have the same jersey number and that there were jersey numbers in the triple digits. I'm happy to report that he has remained one of my best friends to this day and he has grown up to be a successful guy.
1: All right, I got to stop you there. But okay, what what is what is his criteria of successful? Like successful in that he no longer thinks that
0: NFL jersey numbers go to triple digits. Exactly. Like, I, I right. I mean, that's that would be a success story in and of itself for someone <laughs> to get. It's like, and also the Earth is a little bit curved. Like whoa, like that guy. <laughs> whoa, he made it. He got there. The, the, old, the old
1: Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like it, it, successful is relevant is. Uh, <laughs> Is a relative in that uh, context. But uh, anyway,
0: sure. The email goes on. It says, I was reminded of another story about him, though. When we were teenagers, we were driving to a friend's parents cabin for a weekend one time. And on the car ride there, we passed a bunch of cows. When we did so, he pondered aloud, wow. Those are some fat horses, (laughs) (laughs) and I got. I think this guy's just a comedian. I think he's just. I think he's just funny. Yeah, I think a man of my own heart. I think he's so good, so deadpan that he's able to convince people of uh, that he believes things, and that's. He's to work the word ass in there somehow
1: to be a comedian. Like those are some fat ass horses. Yeah,
0: you like that ass comedy? Uh, (laughs) uh, You're one to talk. I do. I do. Get their ass. That's my favorite line. Uh, But he he goes on to say he gives this guy a little bit more of like a, um, a barometer for what successful means. He says, fun fact, though, a few years back, he won second place in Memphis's annual citywide barbecue contest. You probably know that Memphis is the barbecue capital of the world, which makes this kind of a phenomenal achievement, especially since he entered as an amateur competing against all the barbecue restaurants and other amateurs in the city. So that is pretty astounding. That is an excellent barometer
1: of success, I would say. Holy crap, Memphis barbecue. Yeah. That's yeah, insane. Personally, uh I think Kansas City is my favorite barbecue. Huh. but um and I think Texas is pretty good too, just in general, but I've never I don't think I've ever had Memphis barbecue, but that still sounds like an amazing accomplishment.
0: Sure. They take it seriously down there, that's all that matters. Oh yeah, they, it's it's a religion.
1: Like, have you ever? What, what's the best barbecue you've ever had? I like the kakalaki, the the Carolina
0: stuff. But you, you know, do like the Carolina stuff, so oh, I love it. Yeah, I'll,
1: that's pretty. Par- that's pretty polarizing because I they use vinegar in theirs, don't yeah.
0: they? Yeah, yeah, big fan of that. But, but you know, I, what? I
1: like. I won't turn down any barbecue. That's that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to. Yeah, ribs. I mean, any any of the meats. You know, yeah. it's any of that stuff. But um. I, I, vinegar is an acquired taste for sure. I would say a lot of people go for the sweeter stuff. You know, uh, you know, yeah. there's a reason that stuff like uh, Panda Express is popular because it's basically <laughs> sugar chicken.
0: Yeah, but, I'm not um, a big fan of the sweet meat. That's not my gig. I like it savory, spicy, even. So I think
1: whatever. if it's done well, it, it's it's good. But uh, I I do love teriyaki. I think teriyaki mm-hmm. is is awesome. But um, now do you I'm have hungry. a go to? I'm freaking starving Do you, oh, Lay off me I'm starving Do you have a favorite like wing sauce Or chicken sauce or anything like that That you go to Barbecue sauce anything like that I like, uh, I like a spicy garlic sauce For, for wings I, I was going to say I'm nodding my head vigorously right now Because that, that's your thing uh, that, It's that And Caribbean Jerk is um, is my other go to Caribbean jerk is amazing,
0: yeah. And uh, B Dubs does a great Caribbean jerk. Uh, yeah, pe- people like to send B Dubs up the river, but I like a few of the sauces there. I like the hot barbecue quite a bit. The spicy garlic there is is my favorite, but you know, spicy garlic and Parmesan garlic is excellent
1: there. I I, I don't get why people rip on them, but uh, it's a uh, franchise.
0: That's yeah. why. <laughs> do, do you guys have Wing Wing Stop over there in I've Virginia? Seen I've seen some wing stops like in the region there's nothing there's nothing like near me. Um, it's mm. probably closer to the I think it's overrated. I don't think it's good. I just don't think ah. it's that good. uh we're gonna get
1: some e- by the way, send us more emails because uh th- these are the last emails. we're catching up. We just read the last email ever, so send us more emails and uh I hate your favorite band. I hate your favorite food, and I yep. hate your favorite chicken wing sauce. Yeah,
0: and just so everyone knows what they're up against, I love spicy garlic Aerosmith. And um, what was the other <laughs> thing you said? <laughs> Loving an
1: elevator. There you go. Living yeah. it up and going down.
0: But uh, no, I was going to share a, a wing story because since we're out of oh, emails, yeah. we have to we have to riff endlessly on chicken because that's where this email took us. But mm. um, there's this place where my buddy. Uh, josh he's bush league in our discord where he lives uh in greensboro mm-hmm. north carolina called east coast wings i think they're i think it's a mini franchise in the area there this is the this is the shit that they pulled so it's a good it's a pretty good place we've gone there a few times every time i go down the visit we kind of that's a pilgrimage we go there it's set up like a Dubs. it's a it's a wing sports bar but they tout having like you know like 65 70 different sauces and they do they have a pretty good menu it's a lot of like Really good, uh you know variations in flavors. You got Chipotle and all this stuff, and then you can like ha- any of the sauces. You can you can make as hot as you want. They have a scale of one to seven, so you can get like a spicy garlic, but only make it a three, or you can make it hotter somehow. Oh, oh it's magic.
1: very nice.
0: That sounds really good. It is, but here's where they fucked up. So we didn't go for like a couple years because I hadn't seen him for a while and and whatever. Huh. This was this was pre-COVID, and yeah. then we went to one and we ordered. Kind of our usual. We usually try like a different flavor because it's a big menu, like to, like to, uh, kind of survey what's going on there. Sometimes we'll share some and be like, you know, maybe we'll try this. But we got our usuals too, and we got our regular spice level, which I think is like a six. We're not trying to like win a medal. Wait a second. One, one out of seven and your, the
1: regular spice level is a six? No, the regular, the regular is like three, but we, we but go for the six. You went for the six. Okay. To, to start? We're,
0: we're, we're pretty spicy boys. We like it pretty spicy. Wow. Okay. okay. All right. I'm just clearing that up. Okay.
1: Yeah. That's, yep. that's, that's aggressive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty aggressive. We, we want ulcers pretty early in life. We don't want to like, <laughs> we don't want to tiptoe into our fifties and get surprised by one. We want them now. That is, <laughs> that's massive. Okay. Yeah. So, which is pretty hot. It's pretty hot. Um, but so we order us, we order our regular six, uh, you know, level of spice with our normal wings and they come out and as soon as they cross by our nose, uh, I get the hiccups, like the capsaicin hiccups, like, oh, just the oh, smell goodness. of it got me. And my buddy did too, but we, none of us, neither of us said anything because we both didn't want to like, it's not it wasn't even a machismo <laughs> thing. One, it was like, we're about to hiccup and throw up on each other. And two, we were confused because we were like, okay, um, we just got a lot of wings that are really hot and I can't, I don't even know if I can even try to get one in my mouth because it even smells hot and I'm hiccuping. And then we tasted one and we just sit there in the silence, just kind of like, chewing, looking at the football game, not saying a word, and eventually we both looked at each other and we were like, I don't think we can eat these. I think nope. these are too hot. So what had happened was uh, they changed the rating and made it hotter, and they put out like a, you know, a sign on the door for this like years ago, and we didn't know. So I don't know why they would ever do that, but they changed the scale. Oh, I know, bad. Like They could have killed us. And so uh, we couldn't finish those wings at all uh couldn't even hardly get them down. They made everything hotter. But then they changed it back to the way it was the next time we went. So Okay. But which what we also like? didn't know. Oh, it was the same as it was before, but we also didn't know. So then we went like really low thinking like we don't want to die again. And then it was like <laughs> eating chalk. It was like, come on, where's this vice? <laughs> and they're chalk. like, Oh oh we got a lot of complaints from before so we toned everything back down. It's like God damn it guys. <laughs> I guess it's on me a little bit, but like have a banner up or something or like chart like somewhere in this restaurant when you changed the flavor because that's serious stuff.
1: Well, nowadays, when you go into a restaurant, now they have the little uh, thing you can scan with your phone. I sound like I'm 90 years old right now, but like uh, one of those like square barcode things. What the hell uh, do you call them? Uh, You just use your phone. You take a picture of it and it like brings up the menu and all your options and all that sort of shit. QR code. Yeah, one of yeah. those. So if they were smart, they would do that. But mm-hmm. uh, sounds like they're a little behind the times there. But uh, uh, I yeah. guess so. Man, it was rough. Damn. So okay, would you go back to this place?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the wings are really, really good. We just we got outspiced once. They still they still tasted good. If we could have not been sweating and shitting ourselves while eating them, they would have been fine. You are you are a spicy boy, though. What what is
1: your go to? uh hot like if you had to recommend a hot sauce to go with uh i don't know eggs or whatever like like you're all around hot sauce because we could use one of those around here oh i will i you know i think uh the melinda's brand do you are you familiar with the no i am not i'm pretty much a novice when it comes to not only am i a novice i'm also a massive wuss
0: when it comes to uh is melinda like uh the, the the woman's name Yep, Melinda, the woman's name. Yeah, I don't know who Melinda is, but that's the brand, and uh, okay. they got a good line. It's uh, you can find it at most stores, I think. And uh, well, you
1: know, it's good because it's got the word craft in the title. Craft, Melinda's craft, craft sauces.
0: Yeah, I'm sure there's there's probably a lot of folks out there that know like some special hot sauce you have to like you can only get from a guy who has a Patreon set up and he has like four <laughs> small batches a year and you have to meet him under a bridge. He's wearing a raincoat. Uh, you know. For widespread stuff, it's pretty good. That's how my girlfriend
1: Pearl is with jewelry. Like she's like, oh yeah, she only she only does like one drop every three months. She and they're these like epoxied flowers or something like that, and she she does them like by hand. Blah blah blah. It's like God, this this yeah. like Etsy culture is is pretty cool, but because uh, these people get paid, you know, for their for their hard work. But at the same time, it's like good God, man, like <laughs> you don't have to like base your identity on this stuff already. Come on. (laughs) Oh, they have pizza. Melinda's has pizza hot sauce. I'm going to have to try that because I do like some uh, different stuff when it comes to pizza. I'm sick of your regular ass uh, cheese pizza pepperoni all you know, that sort of the the yeah. usual spices that come with that so
0: and I can confirm it's great on pizza now I will say oh, this my okay. buddy bought it thinking it was supposed to taste a little bit like pizza but he missed uh, kind of <laughs> missed the direction of the title there it's it's for pizza uh, they should call it for pizza sauce he was like I mean it tastes good do you get any that's pizza seriously I, like, nah, I don't get any pizza
1: that's really funny this doesn't yeah. taste like pizza what the hell <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep, 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 yep. That's pretty funny. All right, I have bookmarked this. I'm going to try their pizza sauce cuz I that sounds really
0: good to me. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. I'm no connoisseur. So, if anybody has great recommendations, always feel free to email those in.
1: What yeah, s-
0: send those emails.
1: Uh what about uh regular ass like uh, Tabasco, like hot sauce?
0: Yeah, like, i'll I'll with some, some Tabasco? Yeah, I'm not I'm not really precious about anything, but a uh, hot sauce kind of that I don't like jalapeno hot sauce. I think it smells weird and it's kind of sour. Mm. Like the ones that are, I like the Yucatan, El Yucatan, El Yucatan. Oh, not a fan of that at all. I do not like that.
1: Uh, That stuff hits me the wrong way for some reason. I think I'm too used to like uh, New Mexico, green chili, red chili type stuff. That stuff hits me the right way. Uh, I don't know if I'm just biased, but uh, that stuff is green chili, red chili, especially on enchiladas, on classic Mexican food uh tamales whatever uh a pozole any of that stuff it's brilliant it's so good if it, it's it's perfect uh green chili it's funny when when pearl went with me uh to the first time to uh and it's weird to think that was like 10 years ago but for the first time to minnesota um you know just just the two of us like on a trip uh to minnesota she's like instinctually like uh Where's the green chili cheeseburger? There's there there's no green chili option on here and she wasn't even thinking she was so tired from the plane ride and, and it's like do you realize where you are? You you're in you're in Minnesota. Uh, that is there is no such thing. And by the way folks, uh anybody listening, do not bother with Colorado green chili. That shit that that is some horse ass shit. Whoa, that is a whoa. bucket of horse ass. I'm throwing down. I'm calling whoa. out colorado's punk card right now throwing it down you cannot compete with hatch green chili new mexico style even your red chili i don't even care i don't even care if you're if you're doing red chili colorado colorado you suck with your chili with your chili style it it needs to stop stop ripping off new mexico wow we're the the ogs over here okay yeah yeah it's been a while since i've done it on this
0: podcast yeah feels good and you know i'm a a friendly guy i'm gonna lobby one back over the net colorado your edibles good 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 stores there oh yeah uh uh, there are many many stores over there that are
1: excellent (laughs) you're doing great there, doing great in that department by the way uh (laughs) marijuana will officially be legal in uh for recreational use on april 1st in new mexico
0: oh and uh that'll be nice uh it'll be a relief yeah, just in time for your meditation kick, the climax. You'll be right, man. You're gonna be. You're gonna be a dude. You're gonna be a special dude. I'm gonna be that guy in Bob's Burgers with that that uh, opens up
1: his own yoga studio that wears like yoga pants all day and like has long hair and ties it back with a scrunchie and wears like wristbands and stuff like that. Yeah, that's gonna be me. Hi, everybody. This is Steve from the Poly
0: Podcast. Are you ever sitting up late at night? Wondering how your life got to this point? How you ever managed to amass so many great games, but finish so few of them? Us too. So join me and Trav as we talk about what we're playing, what we're beating, and what our community managed to beat as well. Check us out wherever you find podcasts or at polymedianetwork.com. And don't forget to hashtag just beat It. Do you want to talk about MagFest? I do.
1: Okay. Um, because... Uh, you are going to MAGFest and you are a MAGFest veteran. And I want to know what it's like to prepare for something like this because I have never been to a game convention uh, ever, I don't think. <laughs> I'm trying to think back. Uh, I've, I, I've been to other kinds of conventions, but I've never been to a video game convention. Um, so I'm wondering, like, what is it that you do to prepare... Uh, do you have like a list that you make? Do you like what? What is what is your mindset? Uh, do you go out there make plays? Uh, get yeah. off the field on third down? <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, like yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, do you give yourself a pep talk? Like how how does that work?
0: Yeah, good questions. So I don't want to tout myself as like a complete convention veteran, but I've definitely been to Wait quite a, a few MagFests.
1: Let, let's let's preface this for a second. Isn't this like your eighth time to MagFest or something insane like that?
0: Sure. MAGFest is kind of its own <laughs> special thing. Sure. <laughs> maybe 10 times, maybe 11 times, but MAGFest MAG is different from like PAX or whatever but, else. So it's okay, very People want to know, like, what, what, do you, what the hell do you have to do to, like, get the most out of your MAGFest
1: experience?
0: Right. Yeah. So I go with a group of friends, which helps in several ways. One, it drives down the cost of that hotel room. That's mm-hmm. which is important because it's super expensive. And a couple of yeah. things to keep in mind. MacFest takes this is this is late for prepping people because people have already made plans because it's literally in 2 days. But for next year, okay, if you're thinking about going MacFest takes place in one big ginormous hotel. It's uh one of the top 10 biggest hotels in the United States. 20,000 rooms, huge. I don't even know. That's maybe 2000. 20,000.
1: I, I might know have that. overshot
0: it. Might have overshot it. Maybe 2000. <laughs> but it's it's massive. It and it is big. Um so the whole convention takes place there's a big giant atrium it's so big there are houses inside the lobby it's a big hotel <laughs> and it's also right off the water it's very pretty good views and then there's there's little hotels beside of it and it's all on sort of um it's not really technically an island i don't think but it it's basically its own town this little place and so there's eateries outside of it and stuff like that. So if you wanted to leave and go get like a pizza or a burger or something like that, you can walk to it. It's within walking distance. Or um, Oh, so you're not you're not a prisoner to the hotel
1: lobby for nope. food?
0: Nope, okay. not at all. And That's in fact, good. we have friends that always try to get a room across the street in the residence inn that has a kitchen. And then we bring food and we try to have a few Ooh, meals there to save on coffee. Very nice. You don't yep. have to bring a bag
1: lunch with like a bologna
0: sandwich to your... <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> all right, right on. So we do all that. We try to go up a day early. Macfest starts on Thursday, runs Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Everyone kind of leaves on Sunday. Sunday is there's a few things on the docket, but mostly people are just carrying their baggage downstairs, crying because they're hungover and sad because they're going to miss their friends. So Sunday doesn't really count. Lightweights. Oh man, I. I I have I get uh, I get the Magfest withdrawals on the ride home pretty hard, but mm. um, well the yeah I can understand that, but it's a, it's a ton of stimulation right? So you're four days and then all of a sudden it's cut off and you're like you just you're smacking your your veins with your fingers like more more in me. I gotcha. Yeah, it's like Christmas where it's like Christmas is over. It can't be
1: over. It's not allowed to be over. Like this pretty is, much. This yeah. is the good stuff. I still have an open vein. Shoot it
0: here, <laughs> please. Ex- exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, it does have that effect. So we we try to go up a day. Early because it starts on Thursday, and so we try to go up on Wednesday. One reason for this is because my buddy used to set up the uh, eight-player Double Dash setup, so we'd bring a bunch of Game Cubes and network cables, and we'd get that set up for, for MAGFest itself. That was like our one contribution to MAGFest, and that way people could get together and play eight-player Mario Kart. It's um, pretty freaking cool. Super cool. And uh we, we don't do that because people things started to go missing and it was kind of a hassle to set up. So we, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> well to be
1: to be fair here, to be clear, you needed eight different game cubes, eight different cables. Yeah. Uh and then eight different controllers. That's a lot of it's a lot of moving parts there. And eight different people, a lot of variables.
0: Yeah. I mean it's and it's Magfest is policed pretty well, but you never know what you're gonna get. It's twenty four hours, right? So Um, but also too, it was just kind of a thing where we had to always go down and we always wanted to check on it to make sure people were having no issues and stuff. So anyway, we don't do that anymore, but we still go up early because we got in the habit of doing that. And it's so nice because there's not an influx of people at the hotel check-in desk. You just kind of walk in, you go to your room and then you kind of have a night to settle in before it kicks off. So one good, important thing about a lot of major events, it's not specific to MacFest, but the guidebook app is really useful because- Oh, good tip. Okay. Tons of schedule stuff. MacFest publishes the schedule. You can go – you don't have to keep that app on your phone, but just for MacFest. You can download it on Thursday, delete it on Monday, right? It's yeah. It's kind of yeah. nice. So it downloads the entire schedule, and it lets you um add – whatever you want to see to a schedule that will send you a notification like 10 minutes out. I like to add a lot anything I'm remotely interested in. And then if I'm doing something else, when it pops up, it's like, hey, you want to go to this panel where people are talking about their favorite RPGs? I can be like, I'm drunk right now, so no, but thanks. And then I just get it all. Yeah, and
1: you you get like push notifications for when certain stuff happens in case you forget about it and that sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, perfect. That's awesome
0: everything's in there. It has every band that's going to play when they're going to play, where yeah. they're going to play and all that stuff. So I'm going to make sure I'm not going to miss our friends from Bit Brigade. I'm not going to miss super guitar bros and stuff like that. I'm going to make sure that oh, i man, Say hi to
1: Sam for me and say hi to Steve for me, even though he has no idea who I am, but uh, <laughs> I, I wish Sam a Merry Christmas. Uh, I surprised him with the text the other day, just saying like Merry Christmas. He's was like, holy shit, What the, who the hell is this guy? And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> Sinestro. No, he didn't actually say that. but he, uh, He's a funny guy. You know, he he's a really good guy. Yeah. He's he's I I I'm I'm afraid to call him a friend at this point, but uh I do like him. <laughs> very much. I'm very fond of Sam Griffin. Let's just say that much. Very funny uh guy to interview for sure. Yeah.
0: So for so sure. those are those are some basics, you know, for for just getting ready to go. So I, I recommend trying to eat in the room as much as possible. Uh oh, like for lunches. That's, that's that's a
1: deal breaker for Pearl. Just the other day we were flying back from uh <laughs> from uh, minnesota back to uh albuquerque and she uh was making fun of these people that were eating in the terminal you know they're just just slamming these smash burgers down their throats and pearl was like that's so gross don't ever do that we we need to go to a restaurant and eat like people and i'm like okay okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay do, do you want to wait for 30 minutes and she's like well, we're waiting anyway and it's like okay that's that's fair and turns out she was absolutely right, as usual. Um, we ended up getting a seat in this, like, terminal restaurant where, with behind this giant pillar that allowed us to forget that we were even in an airport. It, it was almost like we were in an actual restaurant. It was, like, really freaking nice. It was... Oh, nice. It, it, the suspension of disbelief was in effect. It was like <laughs> uh, It was like, all right, like, I can eat my... You know, we just got, like, grilled cheese sandwiches and drinks and stuff like that. But, you know, just, like, real basic shit. But... It was super nice to like forget you're in an airport while you're in an airport. That's 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 an invaluable experience. That's like and our layover was like ugh, like freaking almost four hours. Yeah, so that was awesome to just, yeah, that's like, great. Forget that so. So, yeah, I, that that I, I'm just saying, like, when you say stuff like that, my my mind goes to like, OK, Pearl's going to object to that. And here's why. But uh, <laughs> I, I would have to uh, I would have to talk
0: her out of that. But because uh, she wants the restaurant experience. Sure. Uh, well, it, here's the reason why I would I'm saying that on a typical MAGFest year, the, the lines are outrageous. And that's that's a problem. So unless you go to like off hours, like try to schedule your lunch at like two thirty or three, you might get in and you might get a seat. Uh, because there are restaurants around, but everyone's got the same idea. Always, they're like, yeah, let's go to lunch right at noon," like everybody else, <laughs> and then everybody goes. So that's fine. I'll, I'll get my food at fucking eight thirty. Then <laughs> that's what you want to do. That's good. Uh, but it's always usually du- scheduled during something like I want to see. I'm like, damn it. Well, I got to get back. I'll just. I guess I won't eat today because I want to um, see Bit Brigade.
1: What kind of food are we talking here?
0: Uh, they, I mean, they have you know tons of burger places. They have. Pizza places. I mean, I can't think of them all off the top of my head. Well, I mean, burrito I was just places.
1: Gonna, I was going to say, is there is there anything specific to the to the area that would be worth checking out? Uh, probably not. It's probably all chains. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> it's like when the Super Bowl was at Mall of America. It's like, is there anything unique to Mall of America? It's like, no. Yeah, the answer is no it, it's just a bunch of crap it's just all the
0: franchises there might be one yeah, you haven't just, seen before but it's not the only is one is there a
1: Quiznos there that's all I want to know I miss
0: Quiznos
1: Quiznos uh, is freaking
0: awesome no quiznos, but there is a Pop Bellies, which is kind of close. Oh, Pop Bellies, I remember that place from yeah. way back when. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, e- eating in the room is nice because one, it's super quick, but also mm-hmm. I was I was given that advice a little bit because of the pandemic. Um you don't have to take your mask off in a room oh, full of strangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Right. You can just eat in your room. But also we bring a crock pot and we, we have like a crock pot meal at least once no way. while we're there. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah we try to that's that's thinking fun. ahead right there. Good stuff. What do you make in the
1: crock pot? Oh, what did we have last year? I'm trying to think. We did barbecue. That's what we did. Basic ass barbecue like are you, are you dumping like a some uh stubs in there and with some chicken or what?
0: I mean, yeah, sure. I can't remember exactly. <laughs> I wasn't the one that prepared it. It was I mean, you're going to you Oh, you're croc- just
1: I I'm sorry. I'm putting you on the spot and you're just like, <laughs> "I
0: just ate the stuff. I don't care." Like it's there, and I'm eating it. Crock pot barbecue in a in a hotel room. I can't. I don't know. I don't think it was the best <laughs> thing I've ever had, but it got me through the night. And then I went and partied more. Well, listen. You tell me about your adventures with
1: freaking Burger Champ, where it's like this this dude is like making this amazing like otherworldly chicken. Yeah. and uh, you know he's a champion of burgers.
0: Could be threatened soon. Hopefully. We'll see. Well, I was we're making the joke. I mean, if it wasn't for the circumstances, but there is a, a restaurant out there called Elevation Burger that'll let you pile the patties up to like eleven high, and oh that was going to be God. how we settled the uh, the burger champ thing. But I don't, I don't think we could we can do it this year. But uh, do you, do you need a knife and fork at that point? Like, what what do you even do? I, I really don't know. But I did see a guy order it, and uh, he didn't feel good for a long time. Didn't feel good for a long time. I, I'm right. sure your wife will be very proud of you. Yeah. Well, it's about time. <laughs> But that, um, I mean, that's basically it. That's basically it, you know? That's great. (laughs) Quality. I like the, I like a lot of the nerdy stuff. I like the panels. A lot of people just like the music. Some people just go there to play magic or whatever, or it's just whatever you want to do. I kind of like that about it. And that even if you go with a group of friends, you're not really expected to hang with them the whole time. It's just kind of like, hey, I'm going to go to the arcade. I'll see you later. Or, you know, whatever. And then we'll link link back up for a meal or if you want to catch a band. So I like it because it's both liberating and connected. And, um. I'm looking forward to it this year although I'm going to be, you know, extremely reserved about the things that I go to and when I do, they're man do you have to have your card, um, proof of uh, your your vaccination and they're yeah. they say they're enforcing the mask thing, hopefully they they hopefully they do that and hopefully everyone plays along with that. So, there's a lot a lot of risks involved obviously. I'm not super duper thrilled about having to deal with all of that, but it's a chance for me to meet a lot of people from the discord for the first time. We planned this back in the middle of the summer when things were looking better. And we're just going to have to do our best and uh, hopefully get through it unscathed. But it's the risk you take. Uh, You said like, yeah, you you can just like leave. I was like, hell
1: yeah, leave me off at the arcade. I'll text you. You know, we'll we'll meet up for lunch later. I can go back to the arcade, meet up for dinner. Then I can go back to the arcade. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Some people do that, yeah. Oh, man, at the Arca- I would spend all my time at the arcade. I would go see Super Guitar Bros. I would go see some of the bands, for sure. For sure. Uh, maybe some of the uh, talkies. The talkies, <laughs> that's what we call them. Or panels. Some of the, <laughs> some of the talkies would get my interest, but uh, I would love to see uh, uh, the, that arcade with just the sheer amount of machines. I would seriously just like go from one to the other to the next to the next yeah. I would go I would like hop along like Frogger, like from one machine to the next. Until I got to yeah. Frogger. And then I then I kick it in the screen and move along because I hate that game. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it would be uh a lot of fun. I would love to just it would be so overwhelming because I love old arcade games. Um and I'm I'm like re- retroactively bitter that I missed out on so many of them. Uh-huh. So anytime I'm in an arcade, I'm like I have to find something that I've never seen before. Because I need to to play it on the real arcade, so yeah, That's yeah. bring all that stuff, yeah, and bring all the food. I love I love uh, good food, especially regional food. But uh, it sounds like Virginia doesn't have
0: shit. What we we do? Just uh, me. <laughs> That's
1: what you told me. I'm I'm going by what you, your testimony here. There's there's nothing regional there at, at your little convention dealio there. So it's like, all right, well, Virginia's got nothing to offer. I, I'm out. Just gonna have Mickey, Mickey D's, and Burger K's, and and Arby's
0: the whole time. Well, the convention's in Maryland, so don't be throwing that down Virginia. Oh, way.
1: okay, all right, all right, uh, all right. Didn't know that. But you,
0: you know, I was, this is a good point. You know, like sometimes you're not really sure that the things around you are interesting until someone comes to visit, and they're like. Oh, I've I've always wanted to yeah. try like this, or I've never. Oh, I've always seen this, and I'm like, really? That that shit that we make fun of, you want to do or read or eat or whatever? And yeah. so there's a chance you would you would show up here and be like, God damn, I I have never seen an Arby's. Was it is that the place that has the meats? <laughs> and I'd be like, fuck yeah, you don't have Arby's? That's great. <laughs> Arby's yeah, is a hor- uh,
1: bucket of horse ass. It is horrible. Hate Arby's, but that is that is Pearl's attitude towards the Mall of America. She loves the Mall of America. And I'm like, really? The Mall of America? Like, why? She's like, because they have air hockey and, like, (laughs) just like the dumb, you know, like, oh, they have stores that sell nothing but socks and, you know, like, (laughs) stupid crap like that. It's like, all right, yeah, there's a Nordstrom there that sells expensive, you know, you know, stuff, you know, really tacky looking jewelry and stuff like that. But whatever. But uh, she loves her makeup, that's for sure. She's a big-time makeup nerd and uh, loves to go nuts at the uh, makeup counter with her Yves Saint Laurent. Jeez, uh, she's really sucked you in with this. Well, I hear about it all the time. And I do pay <laughs> attention. I do think it's interesting because it is chemistry. It's basic chemistry. Hmm. Um, You know, how you're, how the human skin reacts to... How this stuff uh, is applied, I think that's interesting. When you break down on like a science level, I think it's kind of cool. But as far as like, you know, like a high school teenage girl level, like what what the hell do I care about this? I don't care. What what are we doing? We're talking about this on drunk for, on on a video game podcast. Come on, you started we're, we're it. Stooping, we're
0: stooping down to Pearl's level. This is your fault. i <laughs> oh, stooping down. I won't tell her you said that. <laughs> But I, I think that I think that's going to do it. So uh, on the other side of MAGFest, I'll be raving and ranting about all the good and bad things that happened. Yeah, those are your expectations. So we'll revisit this. Uh, I hope you play lots of great
1: arcade games. I hope you s- enjoy the. He- Please en- throw your panties on stage for yeah.
0: Super Guitar Bros. Throw your key- <laughs> throw your hotel keys up there. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy a pack of panties and just hit him in the face with it, just like an unopened <laughs> pack. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> To
1: super guitar bros and uh yeah uh whoever else you're seeing live uh bit brigade heck yeah say hi to all the the discord folk uh for me i would appreciate that and please make sure to have fun don't
0: stress too much but you know be careful and all that but uh make sure to have fun man supposed to be fun Going to try to have fun because then right after I get back on that Sunday, that next day that I wake up, it's just nothing but work for weeks and weeks and weeks with no breaks in sight. So let's hope we have fun at MacFest. But until then, that's been another Drunk Friend Podcast. And guess what? You can reach out to us with questions or comments, and please do at drunkfriendpodcast at gmail.com. We'll respond or read here eventually on, around, or somewhere in the midst of a holiday. We promise. Go to polymedianetwork.com if you want to hear more podcasts from us or our crew. we got Tales of the Lesser Medium, Petey's Power Hour, Polykill, and more.
1: Oh, my turn. Uh, did I was too uh, flabbergasted by that absolutely seamless segue that Trav just nailed, like Carrie Strug off the gymnastics vault, like mm. both feet planted. Just amazing work there. But it, you, you need to send an email about that segue because that is uh, seismic. <laughs> It earth shaking it is uh it is amazing but if you're not interested in sending an email you should be because we need them but uh <laughs> just give us a rating and a review on a podcast app of your choice and that'll
0: help us out big time real big time you can find us on social media on twitter i'm at, at trav plays games and alex he's over there at snes drunk and as always
1: the music you heard at the beginning and then can hear right now is composed by our friend Cooler. the track you hear is called electric star bounce you can find a link more of his music on the bus Podcast Cage. Shout out to Josh Leslie for the Thirst quenched logo. And I'm a little bit tired, tongue-tired, because I've been talking all day. Good
0: job though. Most of that was coherent. Be sure to catch us all on YouTube, and thanks for listening. And yeah, we hope you have a great rest of your day. Cheers! <laughs>